This is episode 160 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today, we're going back to basics, the basics that make peace with food and your body possible. The basic of the going to be on the food method. So stay tuned. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. It's back, our annual online conference. The Going to Beyond the Food Project is a free online conference that will teach you how to make peace with food and your body. The Going to Beyond the Food Project is a 10-day event starting October 8, 2018. I brought together 22 world-renowned experts in the field of health, psychology, medical doctors, PhD, naturopathic doctor, all teaming up to help you transform your relationship to food, body, and health. The best thing, this conference is completely free. Starting October 8th, every 48 hours, you will receive access to three to four new talk, and you have 48 hours to watch it completely for free, take note and absorb all the teaching. And again, completely free. It's my gift to you. The key to transformation lie within empowerment. That's what I have found in my years of working with women and teaching and helping transform their life. The Going to Beyond the Food Project is just that, empowerment, teaching you what you need to do to kickstart your own transformation. So if you are ready to step into your own empowerment, learn how to go beyond the food and transform your relationship to food and body, save your seat now. Head over to goingbeyondthefoodproject.com and give me your first name and your email and you get access for free. I'll see you on the other side. Ladies, this is Stephanie. I am back. And today's episode is actually a request from one of my academy student. And she asked me a question on one of our coaching calls last week, and I didn't have the answer for her. She said, you know, I'm getting all these amazing results. I'm transforming my relationship to myself and to food. It's way beyond the food. It's in my health and the way I engage with everything. Like she was thrown away by how much changes she's seeing in just four weeks in the academy. And she's like, I have to share this with people, but I don't know how to share it. I'm like, well, that's a good question. I don't know what to answer you. And she said, do you have one episode of the podcast that sums it all up without going in any details that just sums it up so I can send that to people? I'm like, hmm, you know what? I don't. Let's create it. So that's the episode today. It's back to the basic. And it's because of one of my students in the academy 
who wanted to share the message for everyone. So for some of you that have been longtime listener, it may be good. It may be a short recap of what you are studying with me, what you are implementing into your life, what maybe you're considering and implementing. So we're going to sum it up at the highest level possible. And I think it's going to help all of you beyond the people who are maybe right now listening to this episode because it was sent to them. Welcome in to all of you, to the people that have been listener of the podcast for the last two years. I believe that it's always good to come back to the basic and remind ourselves why we are where we are and what we're really trying to achieve. Because sometimes we can get lost in the minutia of every day. And I call it lost in the details, right? And sometimes we need to pull ourselves back to the highest level possible. And like, what are we trying to achieve here? So that's what the episode is about. Now, before we go further, for those that are listening live, today is the middle of October 2018. I'm recording on October the 16th but this show is going to be published on the 18th. I want to remind you that we're still going on very strongly with the Going to Beyond the Food Project, our online conference, and we are at day six, the last day of all of our speakers. So if you have not registered yet, you're like, I don't know what happened to you. You've been missing out a lot because the comments coming back from the listener of the conference have been amazing. You still have time to go register, at least listen to day six. And we have a surprise going on also, likely starting Saturday. So if you've been registered, watch your email Friday and Saturday, because there's two special things that we're going to be sharing with you within the context of the Going to Beyond the Food project. And then Tuesday next week... Hold on to your belt because we're going to be launching something that we've never done before. And I'm not going to say any more than this, but it's something that I have been considering doing, but I never did for all kinds of reasons. But I found a way of doing it that was, in my view, ethically correct. And but at the same time, meet you where you are. Something, again, we've never done before, and it's something we're going to do together. So to all my listeners, if you are on my email list, which if you're not, I don't know why, you're missing all kinds of crazy good stuff, be sure to watch your email Friday, Saturday, and Tuesday of next week. So there's two different things that are going to be coming out that you don't want to miss. I'm going to leave it there, tease you. Stay tuned, but it's going to be really cool. So let's get to today's content, all about the basics. And again, I want to thank my student who's going to remain anonymous for having prompted me for this, this episode that I think is going to help many people. So how is the going beyond the food method even born? The Going to Beyond the Food Method is a proprietary method from me, Stephanie Dodier, as a clinical practitioner. I'm a clinical nutritionist, so I am trained in nutrition, natural health approach. And I created this proprietary method to help 
my clients, my patients, for those that are working one-on-one with me, move forward in their relationship to food and their body so they can be at peace. It may feel in the beginning as if they want to lose weight, but they've been trying to lose weight for 15, 20, 30, 40 years, depending how old they are. And although they still want to lose weight, they realize that that might not be the right approach because every time they try to do that, they get into even more trouble than when they were the time before. So my desire was to help my patients and my clients through this journey of making peace with food and their body so they can be happy and healthy. Very simple desire, right? Because though we may think we want to lose weight, ultimately, when we take out the garbage out of that word weight, we say, what are you really looking for behind weight loss? Like, why do you want to lose weight? Well, I want to be happy, or I want to be sexy, or I want to be approved by my friends and my family, and I want to feel better in my body. At the end of the day, what we want is to be happy, right? We can call it whatever. We want to be happy. And the same thing with happiness. Yes, but we want to be healthy too, because we can't really be happy if we're not healthy. So that's the going beyond the food method intention. Now, what I want to share with all the new listeners that are maybe getting this episode from a girlfriend, a sister, an aunt, a neighbor, it also came out of my own story. I'm not going to share the whole detail about my story here because that could be a very long episode. But needless to say, I started dieting when I was about 12 years old and up to the age of 38 or so, I dieted my whole life. I have lost and gained weight, like massive chunks of weight, like 50, 60, 90 pounds, gain it back, lose it, gain it back. I've done all the diets possible in this world while achieving a lot in my life. I never said my weight stops me from achieving anything. I had a very prolific career in the corporate world. But inside, although I had it all on the outside, my body was overweight and I was severely depressed inside because I believed that the only way for me to be happy was to be thinner. And I chased it for 25 years. Through all of that, I had many addiction as well, addiction to food, and I smoked cigarette and drugs and all kinds of different addiction, all because I didn't want to feel the pain that was inside of me. So this journey into the world of nutrition, natural health, making peace with food in a body actually kickstarted with me and trying to heal me. When I actually hit my rock bottom, I was on stage speaking in front of thousands of people, my employees, and I collapsed. And I ended up in hospital diagnosed with a whole bunch of condition. And that's when it hit me that I needed to change things profoundly. And that took, well, that's almost eight and a half years now ago, that changed my life. And that's how through my own journey, my own research towards healing me, and then after my patient, when I graduated from nutrition school and opened my clinic, seeing patients struggling with the exact same thing, all through that 
healing journey and that research was born the going to beyond the food method. I'm going to pause it here and say, if you want to know more, if you knew, if you want to know more about my story, episode 101 of the Beyond the Food show is my entire journey. I had one of my friends interviewing me and we did an in-depth interview about my journey. So you're going to want to go listen to this one. We've also linked it in the show note of this episode. If you're new here, the show notes are all on my website. So you can go to stephaniedoze.com, go to the podcast tab, and then scroll down to show 101, and you'll be able to listen it from there or get the link to listen to it from this episode show note. I also want to share with you, and that's going to interest particularly my old listener, I did recently during the online conference, a live broadcast with an addiction specialist. Her name is Bitten Johnson. She has a particularly in-depth method of assessment of sugar addiction and food addiction. And we use me as a case study with her method. And we went live on Facebook and shared her method and the results of my own healing of addiction using her framework and the results were a complete surprise to me because I didn't expect that the regular addiction framework would quote unquote consider me recovered. And I won't steal the show. I'll put the link for you to go watch that replay in the show note. But her comment, she's been in addiction for the last 30 plus year, I want to say, and she's never seen an assessment like mine in which the addiction was very severe and how in such short amount of time without a traditional recovery method, I was able to recover myself. And that's what I shared during the broadcast with her is that I didn't go to an addiction center. I didn't follow a traditional addiction model at all. Most of the time, my addiction recovery was done with myself, quote unquote, cold turkey. But I followed the going to beyond the food principle. At the time, I didn't know they were the going to beyond the food principle. They were just what my intuition was telling me to do. And I followed those principles and it resulted in a complete recovery. And in her assessment, something that they very, very rarely see. So for all of you that are struggling with addiction to sugar or to food, I highly recommend that you go watch this replay. It's on my Facebook page. We've also, again, linked it in the show note of this episode, episode 160. And then you will hit the replay directly. It's about an hour or so. And I share like my entire assessment. You know, I'm so open about my story. So in hope that it's going to help a couple of you, maybe more than a couple, many of you with addiction and or with the decision of embracing the going to be on the food method. So that is where it came from. Now, for all the new people, I want you to understand that the going to be on the food method is drastically different than anything else out there that I know of. And the reason why it's different is because my viewpoint 
on why we are at war with food, why we binge, why we emotionally eat, why we're compulsively eating, why we're addicted to food or to sugar or to any other substance is not what we're being told. The problem is not the substance. The problem is not us because we're binger or we're compulsive eater. The problem is what fuels our desire to eat or to consume. And that's why we're struggling with the current method. Okay? So let me give you a couple stats here to frame this for you. 91% of all women are unhappy about their body and they resort to dieting pretty drastic, right? So nine out of 10 of you are unhappy with your body. And to solve that unhappiness about your body, you go to dieting. The problem is, is that 95% of all dieter regain their weight within one to five years. So the reason why you thought you were unhappy, which is the extra layer of fat on your body, though you may lose it, will come back. And that's what we call the dieting cycle, right? I'm pretty sure that most of you have been there. We'll get into the details in a bit on that, but that's the dieting cycle. Why do we regain all of our weight? Different for many of us, but a great commonality is that 43% of us use food to regulate our emotion. Now, pause here for a minute to say, as with me, I've had many addiction in my life from cigarette to drugs to food. The food choices for us is what we've chosen to regulate our emotion, but an alcoholic will use alcohol to regulate their emotion. Drug addict will use drugs, gambling, sex, whatever. It just happened that for us in the framework of the going to be on the food show, we use food to regulate our emotion. And that's what differentiates us from quote unquote normal eater, right? Quote normal eater, unquote, don't see food as a way to regulate their emotion. They see food for what it is, just food. And they don't have a restrictive mindset. They don't have a desire to change their body through food. They're hungry. They eat. They're not hungry anymore. They stop. And that's just the end of that right? They may be using other things to regulate their emotion. Maybe yes, maybe no, but that's irrelevant. All that to say that for normal eater, food is food. So that's one of the framework. The second framework behind the going to beyond food method is that our cravings, our desire to compulsively eat, to overeat, to whatever the behavior around food is, is simply a message from our body. I call them body messages, just like in having a fever, for an example, in your body is a message from your body, right? It's your body saying, oh, there's a virus inside of you. There's a bacteria in front of you and you are fighting it. And then the immune system is being active. And then that creates the fever, right? That's a symptom. The cravings, the binging is a symptom of something else going on inside of you and that something else is being expressed through a desire to eat. So there's nothing broken with you. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just the channel, the way 
that your body has decided to express a message to you. The challenge is, is that society currently is teaching us that a craving, a desire to eat, a food urge, a binge is a bad thing. That if you are experiencing them, it's simply because you don't have enough willpower, you don't have enough strength, you don't have enough discipline. That bottom line, something is wrong with you because everybody else is able to control it but you. And that's why you're struggling is because you're weak. That's the dieting culture. That's the dieting model. That's the shame guilt model that unfortunately, I don't have the exact percentage, but I would say I would advance to say that 90% of the women live under. So if you're new here and you've been sent this episode by someone that loves you, you're likely in that world that Something is wrong with you, with your body, that you are broken, and then you need the solution. And the solution that you've been taught is dieting, restriction, quick fixes, right? So we're going to then get into the dieting cycle, because that's where the vast majority of the world go into in attempt to stop eating, right? So they go into this restriction model, they want to lose weight, remember 91% of the women are unhappy with their body and they result to dieting. So you get into the dieting cycle, you restrict food, you increase exercise, you lose weight, because it works, right? When you restrict food, or you over exercise, you lose weight. The problem is that willpower, as neuroscience has taught us is a restricted limited resources. So willpower will work for a certain amount of time. So neuroscience knows that. So neuroscience is the science of the brain and the nervous system. It's a fact. It's a science. It's demonstrated. Willpower is limited. Yet the dieting industry thrive on the fact that they want to make you feel guilty because you don't have enough willpower. Yet your brain is not structured for you to have willpower crazy, right? So back to the dieting cycle, diet, restrict, lose weight, willpower runs out. Then you start craving, you start desiring food, you don't want to go to the gym anymore. You quote unquote, fall back into your old habits, and then you start gaining weight. And then what happened? You feel like a failure, you're ashamed of yourself. And then you eat even more, quote unquote, emotionally eat. Some people will binge, will compulsively eat because they feel so terrible because they failed one more time. And then they'll stay there until the next desire to lose weight comes back on high enough. And then you're going to go back into the dieting cycle. That's where most women hang out their entire life. What we're proposing in the going to beyond the food method is that It has nothing to do with food, which is what the dieting model is teaching us. We've got to restrict food, have more willpower. But instead, for us, it's about, okay, so yes, food is part of the problem, quote unquote, like consuming high amount of sugar, consuming processed food, which is known to be addictive. Yeah, problem. But we've tried that. We've tried controlling that part for the last 15, 20, 25, 30 years. It didn't work. So let's ask ourselves, what else drives my desire to eat? Because there's bigger things that drive your desire to eat than the actual food. 
What is it? Well, your emotion, right? You feel pain. You're not wired to feel pain. You want to avoid pain. And 43% of the people eat to regulate their emotion. They don't want to feel pain, so they use food because when they eat food, they feel better. Then there's our thoughts, right? The way we think, like the constant negative self-talk that's running in the background creates anxiety, anger, suffering, which then leads us to eat. And then if we want to go a layer deeper, your mindset, your perspective on life, right? So for me, I believe that I wasn't good enough. So anything that I approached in life, I wasn't good enough, that it was my body, my work, whatever. I had this not good enough belief about myself, which constantly created negative self-talk in my head, which constantly created anxiety and depression, which made me eat. So it's like a funnel, right? At the bottom, there is your mindset that drives your thoughts, that then drives your emotion, then then drives the engagement with food. Below all of that is our past and our story, right? My belief about not being good enough, my mindset, my perspective that I wasn't good enough actually came from the way that I was raised. I was raised by loving parents, but nothing was ever good enough. I I wasn't good enough in sport. I didn't have good grade in school enough. I didn't have enough, enough, enough. And then with that being reinforced all the time, it created that belief that I wasn't good enough. So the desire to eat at the top, yeah, it could be because of sugar, it could be because of wrong food choices, but God Almighty, the other side of the equation, everything that goes on into your mind has a heck of a lot more impact than just the food. And that's the problem with the dieting model. The problem with the current dieting model is we only focus on food and exercise. Yet we ignore the bigger forces on our desire to eat, which is, again, our emotion, our thoughts, our mindset, our perspective, and our pasts. And that's why, ladies, we keep going back in the dieting cycle because we never look at the other side. Then the questions say, why are we not looking at this? Well, A, because you don't know what you don't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. So for 25 years, I just looked at food and exercise because everywhere was being educated about weight issue and food issue was pointed towards the food and exercise. Nobody told me about the rest. Two, some people know about the other stuff, but they don't want to deal with it, right? Leave it where it is, Stephanie. I don't want to deal with this stuff. Too complicated. I don't have the time. I don't have this. I don't have that. So there's those two factor, right? Depending which camp you're on. The good news is if you're in the camp of you didn't know what you didn't know, you now know. I can help you. My community can help you. Awesome. If you are in the camp of, well, I know, but I don't want to deal with this, might as well end the podcast right now because that's all we're going to talk about for the rest of the show because that's the going to beyond the food method. One more thing that influenced our desire to eat that is a byproduct of all of that is our relationship to ourselves, right? To our body, most particularly, has a tremendous impact on our desire to eat. 
Because we live in this body all day long. And if we quote unquote hate it, we live in the state of hate 24 7, 365 days a year. So, one of the things that we start at the very beginning of the going to beyond the food method is body image, right? Because if we don't deal with that, we will forever crave food because we hate the thing that we live in. I wanted to mention that. Now, the going to beyond the food method has three main qualities that is centric to the success of our method. Number one, self-acceptance. So accepting what is without judgment, aka body image, and anything else about us. Two is self-compassion, right? Being kind towards ourselves. And number three is self-awareness. Because without self-awareness, we'll never know who we are. Therefore, we'll never heal our emotion, our thoughts, our mindset, and our pasts. The going beyond the food method is based on self-acceptance, self-compassion, self-awareness, which then sustain the healing approach that we have, which is mindfulness, being aware of what is and being mindful and being kind to ourselves. So if you've never heard of what mindfulness-based approach is, is breathing techniques, is techniques that will help you be present in the now in your AKA current body. So that's the going to beyond the food method with all our key framework and key qualities and principle that we teach and create from to allow our student to grow and change the outcome, which is to make peace with food in their body so they can be happy and healthy, right? When we sum it all up, it's about being healthy and happy. We never talk about food. In any one of my program that you can start with, we'll never talk about food. So you can approach the going to be on the food method from any eating plan approach. It's irrelevant because we don't talk about food. We talk about food only with our graduate student of the highest program possible that we have. And that's a very small amount. They have to have progress through all the layers of learning so we can then talk about food. But nothing else talks about food for a very specific reason is that the food is not what we consider to be the main problem. Also, we never aim for weight loss. We never strive to lose weight. None of our program have that for goals. Because again, achieving weight loss is not what makes us happy and healthy. I know for some of you that's like, oh, what is she talking about? That's crazy. Trust, trust me at this point, losing weight is not making you healthy and happy because if it did, you would have not gained the weight back. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So that's the going to be on the food method. Now, the next question is, well, is that for me? Very good question. So we have a quiz, a scoring system that can help you understand, is that for me? So if you go to the website, stephaniedoze.com, right on the main page, you will see a take or get your score, I think it's called. It's a 10-question quiz that will help you understand, is this program for you? 
But I can tell you safely here that this program is for everyone who is willing to look within their relationship to food at their thoughts, their emotion, and so forth. If you are here, you're likely not a, quote, normal eater, end quote. You struggle somehow with food and your body image, and you want help. So you are a perfect candidate for the going to beyond the food method. The question is, are you ready to make those change, right? And in a prior podcast, episode 155, I did an entire show on the different stages of readiness for change. So these are basic psychological evaluation of where a person is in their readiness to make changes in their life. So I would, if you're like, okay, this makes sense to me. I want to know if this for me, A, go do the quiz on the website. B, go listen to episode 155. And basically there is six stages in transformation But the first four stages is where most of you are at. Stage one is pre-contemplation, which is a state of denial. I don't have a problem. Why are you bothering me with this? So likely those people have ended already listening to this podcast. So that's probably none of you. Stage two is contemplation. Stage two is like, yeah, I know I have a problem. Talk to me about it, but I I don't know if it's the right solution. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know. I don't know. So you're probably many of the new people listening to this podcast. You're probably in a stage of contemplation. You know, you have a problem, but you think I'm crazy for not wanting to diet. So you're like, "Eh, let me test the water. (laughs) Okay. And then stage number three is preparation. So you got over the fact that I'm crazy. You got over the fact that well, maybe I need to stop dieting and I need to heal other part of my relationship to food and you're accumulating information. You're probably or will be, if you're getting to that phase, binge listening to episode or doing the step-by-step approach I'm going to give you in the next segment of this episode. I'm going to give you step one, two, and three, and four on what to do. And then stage four is action, is when you actually engage yourself and a frame approach to making the change, a program, a book, a teacher, a coach, a professional, and you're like, okay, let's do this. I'm going to be a student. I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to practice and apply, and I'm going to change. That's the stage of action. So you're likely in stage two contemplation, stage three preparation, or maybe this episode will get you to change number four and like, okay, I'm ready. Where do I go? Where do I sign up? So these are, if you're asking yourself, am I ready for this? Is that the right approach for me? These are the steps for you to do. So now if you're like, yeah, that's what I need to do. I need some more information. What should I do next? So I have a six step approach for you that I use to frame all my programs and my protocols and my approach. And that's what we're going to go through next. So step one is awareness. You need to be aware that what drives your urges to eat is yes, food, but what has the most impact on your food urges are your thoughts, your emotion, your mindset, 
and your past story, your past event in your life. You need to be aware that self-judgment, that shaming, that restriction won't get you where you want to go. As a matter of fact, it got you where you are today, which is probably not a very happy and self-destructive person, right? Once you are aware of this, which we spend the last number of minutes doing that, step number two is accepting. And that takes reflection. Like you need to close the podcast today and while you're driving to work or while you're sitting outside by yourself, reflect and accept that things need to change. That restriction, that willpower, that dieting is not really the solution. There's a great quote that I like to use when I ask people to go through the process of accepting is a quote from Albert Einstein that says that the definition of insanity is to keep repeating doing the same thing and expecting different results which is pretty crazy, right? When you think about it at a highest level, like why would I get anything different than I got the last time? So that's step two is accepting. So step one, awareness, step two, accepting. And then step three is about taking responsibility. It's not about blaming anyone else or blaming the food. It's about taking responsibility for where you are right now. Taking responsibility means accepting that things are going to need to change and that you're going to have to invest yourself in your own transformation, that no one else than you can do this for yourself. This means you're going to need to invest time. That's the biggest hurdle. I don't have the time, Stephanie. I'm a busy person. I don't have the time. Here's the truth. There's no more time on the schedule that's going to ever come to you. There's 24 hours and that's all there is. It's about how you spend your time. And yes, you're going to have to make choices. The other thing I want you to consider is that the going to be on the food method is not a quick fix. And unfortunately, that's what the diet industry has been teaching us. Quick fix, quick fix, quick fix, right? 21 days and 14 days and seven days meal planning, right? The thing is, quick fix got you here. It won't get you out of here. So you're going to have to take responsibility and make the time to go through the process of learning, applying, rewiring your mind. Step number two, you're going to have to invest money. And I know right now there's many of you saying, I don't have money. I know that. But the truth is, you have to invest in yourself. Now, there's some of you that are saying, I've invested myself before Stephanie and I failed. So I'm not going to invest again. Okay, good. If you carry on with that, you'll stay forever where you are. Now, investing money does not mean for all of you to invest thousands of dollars. It could simply mean reading a book, but actually taking the time to do the exercise in the book right? How many of you read a book, buy a book, read a book, and then put it on the nightstand and just stay there? The truth is, for most of us who write the book, our program is in the book with the exercise, but people don't do that. Why? Because people need a support. People need a coach. 
People need a teacher. They need accountability. They need to be held within a structure for them to be doing the work. So there's a very small percentage of the population who can actually read a book and implement the learning from the book in their life. Most people will need the framework and that's where investing money comes from. Because let's face it, when we do this professionally, like I do, we need to get paid, right? So we need to charge a small sum of money for us to give you the service to get coached and mentored and so forth. So there has to be an investment of money. And part of this for me in my teaching is to show yourself that you are worth the investment. You are worth the 20 bucks, the 30 bucks, the 100 bucks, the whatever amount of money to get into a program to help yourself. And then that comes the last piece, which is support. You will have to find support. Isolation does not work. Isolation is the worst enemy of transformation because it leaves you alone with your crazy self-talk mind. Get yourself out of isolation. Get you yourself into a community, a group, a support group of people who have the same aspiration as you and the same way of getting there as you, and you can support each other. Most of our program have that angle of community. We use Facebook in our case to provide that, but it's essential to the process of transformation. So let me recap this here. Step one is awareness that there is more than food that drives your desire to eat. Step two is about dropping self-judgment, shame, and restriction, and instead engaging in self-acceptance and self-compassion. Processing this information and accepting it, that it becomes your truth, and then taking responsibility and making the time, invest in yourself and find support to get you through the process of transformation. How to get into action, right? How to then say, okay, I'm ready for all of this. How do we jump into action? There's many tools out there. So I'm going to show you and talk to you about my tools to help you start the process. So if you're brand new here, kudos, you made it almost to the end of the episode. The next step for you is going to be to go to my website, stephaniedoze.com. When you land there, scroll down to the bottom of that first page. We call it the home page. And right at the bottom, there's three long form article. They're part of a book that I'm in the process of writing, not published yet. But those are the books that describe the three basic principle that I outlined earlier, right? So the cool thing about article on the website is that I can use graphics and colors and links and all kinds of stuff. So that's why I want to send you there to read these. The three articles are Ditch the Diet Mindset, Overcome Emotional Eating, and Stop Self-Sabotage. So that's for the new people. Even for the old listener, if you didn't know we had those articles, go check them out. Inside of those articles, there's going to be other tools mentioned. 
So that is the next step for you. Once you read those three articles, go get yourself one of our next level of information of free tools. Number one, we have an audio training that is one hour of me talking to you and giving you exercise. So you have to do the exercise. That's where the work starts, right? So download the audio training, grab your pen, your paper, your journal, and do the exercise within the audio training and then see what happened. The next level after the audio training is what we call a live workshop of me teaching. So I have a workshop that's called the Food Freedom Map. And then inside of there, you're face-to-face with me and I can use my screen and I teach you the basic of the Food Freedom Map, which is the way we teach how to release emotional eating. There's four distinguished steps that we teach within that. All of it is free, okay? So let me recap. Three article on our website that would then lead you to download our audio training that would then lead you to take the virtual workshop. From there, we have two main structured program. One that is called Claim Your Food Freedom. It's $97 and it is a self-taught study course that has 18 videos and audios and exercise and so forth. So again, take your level of knowledge to the next level and actually apply it. Again, the gain is within the exercise, not the lecture. And then we have our flagship program that's called the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, which is a few times a year and at an intense 14 weeks with me as your teacher, I'm coaching you every week and we have all kinds of structure program behind that one. So these are the steps for you to start in the going to be on the food method. If you're new here, start with all the free stuff. If you've been here for a while and you haven't taken a step towards action yet, then I would encourage you to start with claim your food freedom program. So that was the practice the basics of the going to be on the food method. I hope that it helped the new people get a framework of what we do here. And I hope also for the long-term listener was a good recap of what we're trying to achieve here, which is food freedom, right? Which is for us to make peace with food and our bodies so we can live a healthy and happy life. So if you found this episode helpful, I would highly recommend that you leave me a review because the review are something that are like a fuel in my tank. I use it to put energy in my tank so I can record more episodes. And I also use this to help me rank higher on iTunes so I can share this podcast with more people. So I would highly enjoy if you could leave me a review if this episode was helpful for you. Also, I hope to see you for all the new people in some of my free tools, my audio training, my virtual workshop. And I hope at the end to see you into one of my more structured programs so we can take the steps together. I love you and I look forward to hang out with you again 
in the next episode. I have created an audio training entitled How to Change Any Eating Habit, specifically the one that is sabotaging you. Three strategies to create the consistency and confidence you need to change your eating habit without willpower or discipline. I did this in order to help women like yourself engage with food in a completely different perspective so that they stop craving, overeating, binging, and using food to feel better. You can put an end to the cycle of frustration, the all-or-nothing mindset, and shame towards your own body and become a motivated, consistent, focused, and self-loving version of yourself. This free audio training is about the why we eat, how we eat, so that the what we eat can be easy, effortless, and pleasurable. So if you are ready to step into the new version of yourself so that you can change how you interact with food, head over to stephaniedodzie.com slash training right now.